This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Any news today, Tito, at all? (laughs) (laughs) Dang, Rosie. That's your job. This is the Rosie Report. The next round's on Rosie, and we'll read his credit card number here in just a moment. Regular season roundup. Catch it, Rosie! Nicely done, Rosebud. Now, here's Jim Rosenhaus. Welcome in to another edition of the Rosie Report regular season roundup. This is episode number 62. Jim Rosenhaus along with you following a Blue Jays 7-2 win over the Tribe on Tuesday night in Toronto to square the four-game series up at one win apiece. And coming up shortly, we'll have the game recap with reaction from DeMarlo Hale, Indians acting manager. And Zach Plesak, who had a tough outing through five innings and took the loss for the Indians. And later on in our podcast, we will hear from Mike Sarbaugh, Indians bench coach now, as he moves in from the third base coach's box to help out DeMarlo Hale as the bench coach in the absence of manager Terry Francona. We mentioned it's episode number 62. And if you like to play the numbers game along with us, not many numbers left here as we continue on this season, but number 62 currently being worn proudly by Indians reliever Nick Whitgren, who has worn that number since joining the Indians in 2019. Some interesting names if you go back in time. Jabba Chamberlain, remember he was with the Tribe back in 2016 for a bit, and he wore 62. When Jose Ramirez first came to the Major Leagues with the Tribe back in 2013, he wore number 62. And if you take it back a little bit further, Jim Poole, who was a key member of the Indians' bullpen back in the mid-'90s, he wore number 62 as well. So some pretty good history with that number for the Indians. Well, speaking of numbers, last night a 7-2 loss to the Toronto Blue Jays up at the Rogers Center in Toronto. After the game, acting manager DeMarlo Hale talked about it. Yeah, I mean, you hit it right on the head. That I, um, mislocated his fastball, and, um, <clears throat> you know, he paid. Um, I didn't think it was um, to both sides of the plate like he wanted to. You know, he got some on the outer half for sure, but um, – you know, he, he didn't have that both sides of the plate with his fastball. And, you know, it got to him in the first inning with the uh, <clears throat> two two home runs. So, you know, but he battled, you know, and you look up, um, you know, the score is still pretty tight. Um, uh, got us to the fifth with still a, a game in hand trying to uh, climb back. What do you think of Rio, their starter, and what was he able to do against your hitters? Well, I mean, he changed speeds. He was down in the zone, um, had the uh, mixture of pitches from his um, changeup that kind of ran to the outer half, you know, from my angle. Also, it's cutter that he kind of backdoored it a few times, um, you know, just really kind of added his subtraction and was in the zone in both sides uh, of the plate and kind of kind of controlled, you know, um, the strike zone pretty well. Uh, made some big pitches when he had to. 
what did you think of Sam Hentges tonight, his first time pitching in, in a few weeks? I, I thought it was outstanding. I mean, um, you know, he got in the zone, you know, missed a couple of times, but uh, he got back, you know, into the count and uh, made a good pitch, I think, to um, Springer there on a punch out. Um, I, I'm very happy that he hasn't pitched in a while. Also, Stefan as well, you know, um, he came in and was around the zone and, you know, he was aggressive. His velo was there, uh, mixed in the breaking ball. So, you know, those guys hadn't pitched in a while, but they came in, they'd done the job, kind of kept the game at you never know. Um, so uh, I'm very pleased with those two. So some conversation there about Zach Plesak, who had a tough outing. And after the game, Plesak stopped by to talk about it as well. No, I mean, I felt like it could have been better, definitely. You know, I think um, I made some good pitches, um, you know, and I got to tip my cap to them, putting those pitches, you know, in damage situations, you know, for me, um, full count fastballs down on the edge, either down at the bottom. Um, you know, Springer, got, he got, you know, pitched to start the game off. Um, you know, I think really just understanding them now after facing them, I kind of see how their attack plan is. Um, they're super heavy aggressive knowing I was going to be throwing strikes, looking for heaters out of way. Um, I think I threw some good curveballs that I should have threw more. You know, I think I got some uh, good swings and good outs with that pitch. I could have utilized that more and just mixed in, inside a little more. Um, you know, they looked a little uncomfortable with that pitch as the game went on. So, you know, um, to my cap to them because they came out swinging and, um, you know, it is what it is. So I'm going to get my work in this week and prepare for my next start. What did you think of yourself being able to hang in there as long as you could after they got three in the first? And your pitch count was pretty high after two innings. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, the pitch count was up after the first. Um, you know, I wanted to give give the team as many innings as I could, um, get as many zeros as I could. You know, I battled. I battled, you know, and they battled too. Um, they got the, the better hand today. So, um, you know, back to the drawing board tomorrow take it in, you know, analyze those guys, watch how their approaches were against me, and I'm just going to learn their lineup, uh, you know, for another time. But, you know, this game is, is tough for me. As you watched uh, a collection of uh, a few guys uh, fill in, um, just during the stretch when you've had so many injuries, just what have you kind of thought of the way that Eli and Cal have kind of built on, on each start recently? Yeah, no, those guys have been – they've been pitching really good. They've been pitching better and better each start. Um, you know, it's been super big for, for our team, super big for those guys, and I know they've been working week in and week out to put themselves in situations to be successful, and it's really good to see the way that, you know, they're pitching. It's good to watch them them pitch and compete out there, um, you know. So, um, yeah, I'm going to keep – Keep working with them. We're going to keep working. We're going to keep looking to get better every week. Zach, you're Zach, you're almost out of that first inning, and in the, in the you know Hernandez hits a two-run homer. How how deflating? I mean, what what happened in that at bat? Um, you know, battled long long pitch at bat. Um, it came down a couple of foul balls. Made some good pitches. He fouled them off. Barely got a touch, and it came down to that. That last pitch was 
painted on the outside corner and he took it to right. So, you know, like I said to my cat and next time I face him, I know a better game plan, a better attack plan to get those types of swings out. Um, you know, talk about it earlier and moving forward, uh, you know, just learning that lineup. It's um, something I'm going to take in and get better with. That's Indian starting pitcher, Zach Plezak, trying to work through some things to uh, show some improvement now as time goes by over the final two months of the season. Indians third base coach Mike Sarbaugh has moved into the dugout for the Tribe to become the bench coach under acting manager DeMarlo Hale. Second season in a row that Sarbi has come in off of third base to help out in the dugout in the absence of manager Terry Francona who is dealing once again with some health issues here over these final two months. And uh, Sarby talked about the health issues first for his good friend and manager Terry Francona and his thoughts on the announcement last week that Tito would miss the remainder of the season. Well, you know, it's been very difficult. I know he's been struggling, uh, and you just want what's best for him. Um, he needs to take care of himself first, and I'm, I'm glad he's uh, doing what he needs to to get himself back on track. And. You know, like I told him when he called, I said, hey, we'll take care of this. You you, you just uh, get yourself back to, to where you need to be. So, um, and hey, all of us, we'll we'll do whatever it takes to, to keep keep the train moving. Second year in a row that, that you've moved into the dugout. And, and what are some of the first things that, that make it a big adjustment for you from a personal standpoint? Well, I think it's any any time you, any job you have, you have routines. And now my routines are, are going to change. So it's just getting back into a, or into a different routine. And, uh, you know, like I told DeMarlo, I'm, I'm here to help him. So uh, I'm adjusting on the fly uh, like we all are. But, uh, you know, whatever I can do to help him. Uh, but uh, I think it's definitely your routines throughout the day. Stay tuned. We'll have more with Mike Sarbaugh after this short break. Welcome back to Indians Warm Up, joined by... Indians acting bench coach now. Mike Sarbaugh moves in from that third base coach's box. Kyle Hudson is going to be out there at third base, and really the first time for him on a full-time basis. He's filled in for you a couple of times, but uh, what do you think the biggest challenges for him will be, especially maybe this first week or so? Well, I, I think just getting uh, that mindset of being out there at third and uh, getting comfortable with the, the opposing outfielders, and then also getting to learn our base runners. You know, you can watch from the dugout until you get out there and see uh, guys that get good turns or, or get good jumps. It, it'll be a little bit of an adjustment period, but, you know, I, I've told him, hey, whatever I can do to help him in that transition. Uh, but, uh, you know, like you said, he's done it before, so uh, it should be a smooth transition. The relaying of the signs part, that's a, a big deal for a third base coach. How, how long does that take for him, and how much of a challenge can that be for, for any new third base coach? Well, I think anytime when you get to the big leagues, uh, you know, it is a, it's an adjustment of getting it from the manager. I know for myself being a minor league manager nine years, you know, I was coaching third, but I was, you know, I, I just, I called everything so I didn't have to look into the dugout. So just getting used to looking uh, and getting on the same page as tomorrow, that'll be, that'll be the toughest thing for him. But, you know, I know they work well together, so I don't see it being a problem trade deadline has come and gone and my goodness it has been busy and um, you ever get used to those even even as a coach seeing what it it can do to a, a clubhouse either good or or make it a challenge well I think anytime it uh, you know I think the players feel when you get to that date um, anything can happen uh, you saw yeah you know, I don't think I've ever seen what happened today 
with as many veterans, so many uh, trades, guys that are injured are getting traded. So uh, there's a lot of things that happened today. Uh, but, you know, I think DeMarlo did a great job talking to the team today. It just, um, you know, we feel good about the guys we have here. We have to go out and, and play to win games. And you can't, you have no control on a lot of the things in the game, but you can control your effort and how you play the game. When you look at, at what the team can accomplish here the last two months of the season, I know it's obviously a, a different roster than it was uh, earlier this week. But uh, what, and from an encouragement standpoint, how do you handle that in terms of getting these guys to be their best and, and make some real progress and be a part of this thing in the future? Yeah, I, I think uh, the one thing, uh, there's young players are going to get some opportunities. Um, and the one thing is you're going to make mistakes but learn from it. But you know, I think the quicker they take to uh, playing the game the right way and learning, um, they'll be they'll become better players. So, you know, hey, uh, baseball is a game. You learn something new every day. So no matter if you've been in the game for a year or, or 30 years. So they're going to learn, and uh, we're going to go out and try and win some ball games. Mike, always great to have you on. Thank you. Thanks, Rogan. That's Indians third base coach Mike Sarbaugh talking about a variety of subjects, including – some of the goals for the ball club heading down the stretch. That's going to do it for this edition of the Rosie Report regular season roundup episode number 62. Thanks as always to Bart Swain, Corkberry Trip, and Austin Contrulis for all of their help. We'll catch you next time. This is Jim Rosenhouse thanking you for downloading and listening to the Rosie Report. This has been the Rosie Report. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.